What's up, y'all, and welcome to Marley the Podcast, where I use over a decade of experience in the health and fitness space to help you find what's gold and what's old so you can achieve all your health goals seamlessly. I am officially one month post-op, and I must say, it has been such a great experience. I wish I would have done this sooner, and I know you hear people say that a lot, like, oh my god, I wish I would have done that sooner, if I would have known, if I would have, you know, known I would have felt like this, or, you know, my body would have healed in this way. But obviously, there have been factors that prevented me from doing it sooner. We had a ton of different events and travel happening throughout the last year. So this was really the first possible chance I could get four to six weeks of not lifting, not traveling, not doing a whole lot. And I'm so freaking happy that I went through with it, that I trusted my gut, that I listened to so many other people's stories about breast implant illness, about their experiences, about their symptoms. I took a look at what I was experiencing and I was like, you know what? This coincidentally sounds like me to a T. So I really was anticipating and expecting the worst when it came from the recovery side of things because I had a lot of people let me know that the recovery after surgery, the pain was pretty bad. So I was 100% anticipating it being a struggle. And to my surprise, I felt actual pain the day after surgery. But every other day, I felt a little bit of uncomfortability, but it wasn't painful. It was mostly sore. And although I was not really able to get a ton of movement in, it was awesome to be able to just binge out on Netflix for the whole first weekend of recovery. I started and finished way too many shows, but I don't ever get the opportunity to do that. So it was honestly really nice to be able to take a step back, not work, not have any responsibilities, get all my meals in bed. I got so many flower deliveries. I just want to thank every single person. My mom sent flowers, the Surgeon's office sent flowers. My client Garrett came by with not only flowers, but a whole ass bag of Trader Joe's food. So he made my meals super easy for the whole week. And I am so thankful for having so many people in my corner to support me on this journey. And although I was not really feeling too awful in terms of the recovery the week after surgery, The smallest tasks made me so winded. I would go to the mailbox to get the mail and I was exhausted when I came back inside. I remember about four or five days after surgery, I went ahead and decided to make a Target run. We had to get a couple things. And I'll tell you what, just from running into Target and back to my car, I had to come home and fully lay down and take a nap because I was that exhausted. Not to mention it's been about 100 degrees here in Florida. So that obviously didn't help with me feeling extremely tired from doing the most simple tasks. After that day, I decided, okay, you're not leaving the house. You're not going to try and do things that 
require you to actually get out because it is so hot here and I didn't want to feel overwhelmed and exhausted. I decided to take a step back and not push it even though I felt good. I knew that it would be in my best interest for healing to not actually do too much. And then in terms of the actual incisions, so for the first week and a half, Juan actually changed all my dressings. I didn't see anything because I'm the type of person that gets really queasy with even just the simplest thing like getting an IV. He was able to do that for me, which I'm so thankful for because I just pass out (laughs) almost on command with things like that. So for the First week, week and a half, he was changing my dressings and making sure to do all that. And then after about a week and a half, I finally looked at the end product. And at this point, I had still had drains for about a week. So it made everything look really deflated. And it was hard to see my body in that way for the first time. He... (laughs) urged me to not look because he's like, I don't think you're ready mentally, physically. I think that you should take your time and wait until the drains come out. And me being the hard-headed person I am was like, no, I'm going to look at them. I want to know what I look like. And I looked in the mirror. I immediately started crying just because this was the first time I had seen my body after surgery and it looked a lot different. And it's going to take some time for them to fill out and it's called fluffing. So your body, since it has to repair and rebuild the tissue, it takes anywhere from a couple months to even up to a year for the shape and the fullness to come back. So that's something that I am learning to be patient with. And even now, a month down the road, they look drastically different. So They've changed a lot in the course of the last three weeks, which is really awesome and so cool to see. And my favorite part of sharing this whole journey has been how much people just like you have opened up about your own struggles. I've had so many of you reach out and talk about how you've gotten a breast reduction or how you've been thinking about getting your implants removed or how you know someone else who's been struggling with these very same things and how you've been able to share my podcast about it with them and be able to encourage them to look into certain things because they can advocate for their health. So having all of these conversations open up just based on me sharing this experience with you has been one of the absolute coolest things because it it's been a little weird. It's been strange. It's been tough. There's so many different emotions that have really been brought to the surface because in one aspect, I know that this has really helped my health overall. And then in another aspect, you're almost mourning a part of your life that is no longer there anymore and your body and mind take a little bit more time to adjust. So my body is physically, you know, a certain way, but my mind is going to take a little bit longer to actually catch up and adjust to the fact that you no longer have this in your body. I feel really freaking good. I know that some of the symptoms I talked about in the last episode were things that I were was hoping to improve on and I wanted to touch base on some 
things that I've really noticed a substantial change in since I've gotten my implants removed. And then some things that maybe I haven't noticed such a big shift and that's okay. And it might take time or it might not happen. This was never a certain thing. There was never a hundred percent success rate at me actually knowing that the issues I was struggling with were 100% related to the breast implants. But me taking that leap was saying, hey, I know that this might not fix it, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway, because I really have this gut feeling that this is what's happening. Some of the things that have really improved would be my GI issues. I was struggling with just food intolerances such as wheat and dairy for the longest time. And not just that, but I would have diarrhea almost chronically. And I don't care if that's TMI, we all go to the bathroom. And if you have chronic diarrhea, that means that something is going on that is not supposed to be going on. So for me to not have those struggles anymore in terms of those food intolerances or in terms of digestive issues is really huge because for years now, those have been things that have just been almost the norm for me and I got really used to it. So for me to not have to struggle through those same things and be able to incorporate and eat wheat and eat dairy in some capacity has been really freaking cool because I thought that I was never going to be able to eat those specific foods or food groups for the rest of my life. I thought that was just how my life was going to be. And one of my absolute favorite things that I've noticed the biggest shift in since getting my implants removed has been my anxiety. I remember for years waking up and just having crippling anxiety. And it didn't matter how many stress management tools I implemented. It didn't matter how much I journaled or how many gratitude practices I had. I would wake up with crippling anxiety and that's what I thought I was supposed to feel. I was like, okay, I'm taking on more stress with work, with, you know, just my personal life, with so many things just revolving. And I thought that that was how I was supposed to feel because my life is just more stressful now. So my anxiety is just going to be heightened all of the time. And now looking back and seeing how I feel on a daily basis, yes, I've had days where I've had some anxiety. I'm not going to say it's completely gone when it's not. But I haven't woken up with crippling anxiety every single day since my surgery. That to me has been the biggest blessing of it all because I really just thought that was my new norm and that was how I was supposed to feel as an adult with so many things on my plate and my plate was just overflowing. So of course anxiety would be high. Of course my stress levels would be high, which would contribute to that. And now that I'm on the other side of that situation, I see that, wow, this was actually not how I was supposed to feel for however many years. And being on the other side of that has been such a beautiful thing because I can now navigate my days and not be so crippled by anxiety and not have to, you know, see, oh my God, am I going to be able to tackle my tasks tomorrow? Or am I going to be so anxious that I can't even stand to sit still for five seconds? And that was always a really big struggle for me. But Probably hands down, and I know I said that it was hard to transition to seeing what my body is like now, and I did have that moment a week after surgery where I looked at myself and I cried because my body changed, and 
it's funny because I never thought I actually had big boobs when I had implants because I got so used to them. And after eight years, I'm like, oh man, I don't have that big of boobs. Like I just have boobs. But now having a much smaller chest size, I actually feel the most confident I have in a really long time. And it's also extremely wild because I'm not yet able to work out. I haven't been cleared to lift. I've only been going on walks and doing lower body stretches. And for me, the gym has always been a huge outlet and a way for me to manage my stress, a way for me to feel more confident in my own skin and in my own body. So for that really big component of my life to be taken away and me to actually feel confident as all heck in my own skin without going to the gym, without getting as much movement, without lifting weights. This is a really big shift for me. And it also goes to show that I can be more body positive despite not getting to work out every day. I can be confident in my own clothes without feeling like I have to go to the gym to do so. And of course, I'm going to be so freaking excited once I'm able to get back into the gym and once I'm able to lift weights. But for right now, it's more important for me to focus on some other aspects of how I feel about myself in my own skin aside from having the gym because imagine if something happens where the gym gets you know, stripped away from you. If you're really sick for an extended period of time, if you have surgery, what are you going to do for stress management? What are you going to do to build your confidence outside of the gym that you can also carry into the gym, but you don't need that 100% of the time every day to be able to actually walk into your days and your weeks and your months and your years, just feeling like the most self-confident version of yourself. And that's been the coolest thing. I can tell you that from both perspectives, having bigger boobs and then now having smaller boobs again, I'm just going to say it. Having smaller boobs is the way to go. It is. I I don't care what anyone else thinks. Seeing both sides of the coin, I would take my small boobs any day. It's funny because I saw a girl say um, about her explant journey, She she said, man, I paid, you know, $15,000 to have scars on my boobs. And I think it's kind of funny, but I really do feel like this has happened for a reason. And I don't regret getting implants for one second. I really don't. If I had to do it over again, I wouldn't do it again. And I would tell someone who who is going through the same thought process, I would just give them all the information and I would tell them, you know, this is what's out there in relation to breast implants. Am I trying to scare you? Absolutely not. But I want to make sure that you have all the information and resources that I never had because eight years ago, this wasn't readily available. Social media wasn't such a big platform for people to share their journeys and be able to openly and vulnerably talk about their experiences with getting breast implants and getting them removed. But now that there's so much information out there, it is up to us to be able to research and soak it all in and make an informed decision based on what's going to be best for us. And I just want that for you so badly because I want you to feel confident and sexy in your own skin, regardless of your boob size, regardless of what they look like. Because as someone who was never confident in their own skin before implants and then getting implants. I can tell you the implants were not what made me confident. It was all the inner work that made me confident. It was 
me deep diving into what I truly thought about myself and how I talked to myself. And that was what made me confident. So I now see that I never needed the boobs to love myself the way I do now. And not having them has made me love myself even more. And that's exactly what I would want for you too. Make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already. And head on over to my Instagram at Marley Rosano to check out even more helpful content.